Who are you working for today? My name is Chris Gregg, and welcome to Truth Tuesday. I'm excited to be here this Tuesday afternoon to share with you about working for someone. Now, I'm a pastor. Obviously, if you're watching Truth Tuesday, you know that. But as I think about it, there was a turn in my life about 25 years ago where I started working for myself. And there was a, a big turn in how I thought what I did. Now, as a pastor or as a youth pastor, I, I'd always worked for the Lord. But, but when I started working for myself, I had to ask the question, well, what kind of employer, employer am I going to be? What kind of boss am I going to be? What am I going to do? What was going to be my, quote, brand, if you will? And I had to think about that. And I was going into a field and, and a work that quality and workmanship was going to matter. And when I worked in the church, it was always, I want to do my best to do whatever I can do. And as I grew and I got older, I cared more about certain things, certain aspects, certain little things that I think were craftsmanlike or a high-quality work endeavor. And I still do that every time I preach, every time I speak. I want to be well-prepared, well-thought-out, and I want to be helpful, and I want to be hopeful. So when I ask, who are you working for, you might think a business or for your family or, or for yourself. But I really ultimately, if you're in Christ and a disciple or a follower of Jesus Christ, you are working unto the Lord. You work for God. You were created by God, for God, and everything you have, everything you do represents Him in our lives. We need to work to please God and not people. The Apostle Paul teaches this this way, that we are to work as though we are working for the Lord and not for people. He's saying that no job is too small, no job is too menial, and no job is too insignificant when you have the right motive and perspective. So are you willing to pick up a snow shovel or a broom or a rake? The, the piece of trash that you pass up in your office, in the building you work in, do you stop and pick it up? Do you vacuum at home? Do you cook a dinner or do you do dishes? What do you do? And at the same time, you got to think about return on investment. What can you only do that no one else can do? And what do you have time for? And what are priorities? Yesterday was Sunday and I had the day off and we went to church, another church. And I took my wife out for Valentine's Day because I was going to be busy on Valentine's. And so that was an investment of time and energy in doing something that she wanted to do for Valentine's. And she really enjoyed it. But it was something that only I could do as her spouse. So we've got to kind of balance these things as we work for the Lord. We should think... I am doing it for God. I'm doing this job as if I'm doing it for the Lord. I, if Whatever we, you would do, whether it's delivering newspapers as I did as a kid, 
or working for a cleaning outfit or working in youth ministry or in your office setting or if you're an HVAC repairman, doing it as unto the Lord. Am I doing quality? Am I thinking through the process? Am I serving the customer and my boss who I'm working for or myself to the best of my ability? Now, how do I know if I'm doing work for the Lord? Two characteristics will show up. The first characteristic is this, excellence. If I'm doing my work for the Lord and not just for the boss, then I'll do it with excellence. That means I will do my best, the best that I can, and I will do my best, and and it's not for anybody else's approval except God's. I was doing some drywall mudding, and I was going after a person this last week, and they didn't have the right tool, and it was a mess. And if they would have used the right tool and done it right the first time, I wouldn't have had to clean it up. But I had to sand it, and I had to refinish it, and I used the right blade. And it looks 100% better. You can't even see it, the cracks. And so excellence is something that you do the best that you can, but you build skill upon skill, and quality should improve over time. Is your excellence improving? Is your quality improving? Are you willing to learn and to grow? And the other thing, the other E, is enthusiasm. Still, do you enjoy what you do? Now, I'm a pastor. I love it. I was talking to my son today. Well, actually, I was texting him on a Signal app, and he's in Djibouti. And we were talking about a class that I'm taking. And he said, well, are you interested? And I said, absolutely I am. Do you enjoy it? Absolutely I do. Well, why are you doing that? Well, I I just want to improve. I like learning new things. So that's an opportunity. Am I enthused? Absolutely. I enjoy learning. So are you still enthused? Are you delivering with excellence? And are you enthused with what you do? So, I work for God. I should have a cheerful attitude. And and again, I should never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. That's what Paul says in Romans chapter 12, verse 11. When you work with all your heart, motivated by the love of Christ, your work will be transformed into an act of worship for God. Paul writes Colossians 3, 23. He said, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. And again, in Romans 12, 11, it says, never be lazy, but work hard, serve the Lord enthusiastically, cheerfully with all your heart. So I started with a question today. I want to end with the same question. Who are you working for? Are you working with excellence? Are you working with enthusiasm? Are you cheerful? I love what I do. I want to do it to the best of my ability. I hope you will too. Thanks for joining us for Truth Tuesday, and I hope to see you soon.